Hey there, welcome back to the Living Joyful and Well podcast. My name's Jen, and today we're going to talk about nine well-being boosts for moms. You know me, I like to focus on moms, but basically these can be for anyone, so let's get to it. Welcome to the Living Joyful and Well podcast, where ordinary mom life becomes positively extraordinary mom life. My name is Jen Moss, and I believe that we can do more than just survive motherhood. We can thrive and enjoy the day. Through trial and error, adventures, and stories from my own journey, I've learned tips, tricks, and habits to live the life you've always imagined from the inside out. What you think is what you become, and in order to be extraordinary, you must be open to shifts in your mindset. With laughter, encouragement, and a lot of fun, we will explore motherhood in a whole new dimension through subtle, authentic, non-judgmental, and mindful methods. Are you ready to up-level your thoughts and be who you want to be? Let's dive in. Welcome back to the podcast. How is it going today? I hope you are having the most wonderful day and everything is going well in your life. Despite all the insanity and craziness that's happening in the world, I think we can look at the bright side of some things. And today I wanted to talk about boosting our well-being as moms. Basically boosting our well-being as any human being, but Since I like to focus on moms, I'm going to talk about us specifically. So I have nine, maybe an extra one too, ways that I feel like we could boost our immunity, boost our life, boost our happiness, boost our family's well-being. So let me get to it. Let's dive in. So the first one is going to be kind of weird, but (laughs) um, get sick. Number one is we have to let our bodies do its job. You know, our body has the capability of healing itself and adapting to germs. And, you know, our bodies were made to heal on their own. Sometimes they need assistance from other ways. But don't be fooled into thinking that the only way to be healthy and to be um you know, clean or whatever is to be as clean as possible, avoiding all germs um, and, you know, just never getting sick and everything will be fine because our bodies have immune systems and our immune systems need to be built up and getting sick is one way that our bodies basically learn how to adapt and how to fight off things that they're going to come in contact with. So, um, You know, a lot of us are concerned about letting our kids get dirty and over sanitizing and doing all this crazy stuff. But I feel like we are going to end up with a lot more issues down the road because kids and humans in general aren't being allowed to get dirty, get those little germs and microbes and things like that into our systems and learn how to fight them off and learn how to adapt to the world around us. You know, I think we need to let our kids eat some dirt sometimes and maybe drink from a hose 
I don't know. We did that as kids, and I know there's a lot more stuff that's out there that wasn't there when we were kids, but um, I just feel like we need to figure out how to allow our bodies to fight off germs um, so that we can be healthy going forward. Um, you know, avoiding germs is basically like avoiding air, and it's not possible, and, you know, I think we really need to look at focusing on building up our immune systems as opposed to, oh my gosh, we can never get sick. So that's number one. Number two, this is a biggie for me, physical touch. I am a huge proponent proponent in hugging, kissing, just being close to people, having physical contact with people, because I think it's important. I think that, you know, from the time that we are born, they talk about human contact and having our babies have skin to skin contact and you know why when we get older would that be any different as far as you know feeling good and increasing our immune systems and allowing us to have a better well-being going forward um you know kissing and hugging it releases oxytocin which is like the good the feel good um hormone it um increases that feel-good sensation, it's bonding, it increases connection with other people, it reduces fear and anxiety, and, you know, they say that it's known as the cuddle hormone. And, you know, I think going long time, well, I don't think, I know there's been studies that going long time, long periods of time without having any kind of physical touch or having any kind of contact with other humans can actually lead to PTSD and other really bad things. So hug your kids, hug your family, hug your friends, whoever it is, just make sure you're getting physical touch with each other. And it's good physical touch, you know, it's comfortable and it's cozy and it's cuddly and hug your kids for crying out loud, hug your kids, hug your parents, hug your grandparents, hug your friends, whatever, just hug. So that's number two. Number three is exercise or moving your body. It doesn't matter what kind of movement you do. It doesn't matter how long really you do it. It just means get up and move your body. So many people sit at desks all day long. They hang out in front of the TV. They're sitting on couches, whatever you want to say, but get up and move your body. You know, low intensity, high intensity, 20 minutes, 10 minutes, five minutes at a time. It doesn't matter. Just get out and move your body every single day. Do walking, do running, do biking, do hiking, rollerblading. That's very popular again. Um, Weightlifting, which is especially important now that, well, for me, and because I'm getting older, but it definitely is important as we age to make sure that we condition ourselves and condition our muscles to be able to hold ourselves up and pick up things and do things. And, you know, as we age, things start to decline. So we want to make sure that we are keeping ourselves as healthy as possible and keeping ourselves as strong as possible. So get up and move your body and exercise some way. Doesn't have to be an organized exercise. Doesn't have to be what everybody else is doing. Just needs to be moving your body. So that's number three, exercise, get up and move your body. Number four eat and drink well. This one is difficult for most people, I think, you know, make the bulk of your diets whole foods that don't have labels. Anything with a label typically will have stuff in it that probably you don't want to concentrate on all the time. 
You know, you want to look at your fruits, your vegetables, your meats. I'm not telling you what kind of diet to have. I'm not telling you what diet program is the best or the worst or whatever. I'm just saying eat whole foods as the bulk of your diet and your life is going to be a lot better off. (laughs) You don't have to make yourself insane. You don't have to say, I can never have this. I can never have this. I can never have this. Quite frankly, I think that is extremely... um, terrible for most people, if not every person, especially when we're telling our kids, you can't have, you know, sugar ever, or you can't have fat ever, or you can't have this ever. Because I don't know about you, but when I was a kid growing up and if somebody told me you can't have this ever, I was like, I want to try that. I want to, I want to figure out what that is. I want to whatever. And, you know, I think Soften moderation and allowing people and kids to try things, um, you know, such as a sugary snack or whatever, but allowing them to know that this is not healthy. This is not something that you should focus your whole diet on. Um, I think that's an okay thing, Um, you know, but the bulk of our food and our kids food and what we need to teach them is it needs to be real, healthy food, mostly organic, especially check out. Um, the Dirty Dozen, which is um, the EWG, Environmental Working Group. They have what's called the Dirty Dozen and the Clean 15. The Dirty, Do- Dirty Dozen would be the 12 most pesticide-laden fruits and vegetables. And those are the things, especially those 12 things that you want to concentrate on not buying conventional. You want to buy those as organic foods. And you want to look at grass-fed and finished beef and um also organic chicken and, you know, things like that. But we want to eat as nature intended and try not to, you know, concentrate on the packaged foods. So number five, get outside. And that's hard these days too, because we were told for a long time, stay in your houses, stay in your houses. Bull crap. Get outside, get your sunshine. It increases your vitamin D levels, which they were saying was one of those things that was They were noticing in the people that were not surviving the coronavirus that they had very low levels of vitamin D. So get out, get your sunshine, get your vitamin D. If you can't be outside because you're in a part of the country or it's pouring rain or whatever it is, if you can't get outside, make sure you're supplementing somehow with some kind of vitamin D3. I'm not going to tell you because I'm not a doctor and I'm not, you know, going to tell you what kind, what brand, how much or whatever, but just make sure you're upping your vitamin D levels and maybe even get it checked out by your doctor and make sure that you have adequate levels of vitamin D in your system. Um, You can also get outside and just breathe fresh air. Um, Breathe in and out fresh, crisp, wonderful air. (laughs) But make sure you're getting outside. Another thing is that um, grounding. I don't know if you've heard of grounding, but I, this is something that I did not really know anything about, but, and there's not, you know, huge studies or whatever, and it's kind of woo woo. Some people will say it's a woo woo weird thing, but grounding is basically going outside and being in touch with the earth. And I'm recording this on earth day, so get in touch with the earth. (laughs) But anyways, you know, you want to get outside without your shoes on, without your socks on and feel the earth through your skin, through your feet, lay down, feel it through your body, whatever. But there's the theory that there are electrical charges in, um, from the earth that can have very positive effects on the body. And, you know, 
studies, they, there's not a whole lot of studies, I guess, but early studies indicate that it's great for inflammation, cardiovascular disease, um, muscle damage, chronic pain, and definitely for your mood. I mean, when you're outside, don't you normally just feel better? And, you know, when you take off your shoes and you walk through the grass or, grass or you walk through like soft sand or something like that, don't you just feel good? It just kind of it improves your mood. But um, they say that the natural defenses of your body can be restored through grounding. So who doesn't need that? So get outside and if you're not opposed to it, take your shoes off, walk around in the grass and just feel the earth and I think it would help with a lot of things. So a little woo-woo, but, you know, get outside, get your grounding in, and feel the earth. <laughs> Number six is sleep. And this is a tough one, especially for new moms, because we are, you know, as a new mom, you have to take care of your kid, and you have to take care of your baby, and you're not up um, for, or you're not getting the sleep that a lot of times you, is required by your body. But because moms are absolutely amazing and we can pretty much do anything and we're superheroes, we somehow figure out how to get through that time frame. And then when we're older, we tend to, this is how I am when my kids are now older and they go to bed at, you know, a decent time or whatever. Sometimes they're fighting me on it, but you know, I tend to stay up way too late because I feel like it's the only time I have to myself, especially this past year because my kids haven't been in school um, in person. So most of the time I have been home all the time with my kids and <laughs> the time that I have to myself is typically in the evening after they go to bed. And now that they're a little older, they go to bed a little later. So I've had to look at my sleep patterns, which have not been the greatest. And one of the most important things to do for our bodies and our minds as moms and for our well-being is to get enough rest because too many of us are sleep deprived. Our brains and our bodies are overworked and we're, we're not giving ourselves the opportunity to have that adequate rest and rejuvenation because when we sleep is when we heal and when we sleep is when our body has the chance to rest, recover, heal, feel better, um, you know, and there's different studies on how long you should have sleep at night. Some people require six hours, some people require eight hours, some people require four hours, you know, it just depends. And I think you'll know when you feel good, when you've had enough sleep, where you bounce out of bed in the morning, you're feeling great. Or when you drag yourself out of bed in the morning and you're feeling like crud buckets because you didn't get enough sleep. So but some tips for like going to bed at night is make sure that your area is ready for sleep. You know, you want it to be cooler. You don't want it to be too hot in your bedroom. You want your light to be dimly lit prior to going to bed. And you really, this is hard for all of us, want to turn off your phone and any devices, computer screens, whatever, at least an hour ahead of time before you go to bed, which I know is not easy because again, after my kids go to bed, I want to scroll on Facebook or scroll on Instagram or whatever the heck I want to do or talk to friends or whatever. And you want to do it, but give yourself some chance, some time before you actually turn off your lights and go to sleep that you can um, have those screens out of your face. I've actually started buying real books again, real books, not, you know, Amazon, um, what's it called? Um, 
Kindle books, but I've been buying like real physical books and reading those at nighttime with a little book light. So I think that's a lot better off than looking at my phone up until I turn off my light, the lights and close my eyes. So that's number six, get adequate sleep, mamas. Number seven is meditation or prayer or silence or whatever you want to call it, but you want to get quiet, you want to get peaceful, meditate, pray, sit in silence, be quiet. I've learned and I've realized that you learn a lot about yourself, about everything, about you think about things. Sometimes you don't think about anything when you just turn it all off and you close your eyes and you sit in silence. Often you'll have the biggest epiphanies, you will have the biggest ideas, you'll have, you know, the most restorative time when you just sit and are quiet. And whatever that might look like for you, it doesn't really matter, but it might be one of the most important things that you do on a daily basis. Um, again, especially as moms, it's not, it's not easy to find time to be quiet. It's not easy to find time when you can just sit in peace. And if it requires you going into your closet and sitting in there in the quiet, do it, mama. <laughs> it's important. It's, it's, for you, it's your time, it's your space, and I just feel like we have to get comfortable with being silent with ourselves, and that often is not very comfortable for a lot of us because a lot of stuff comes up when you're silent, and a lot of things end up, you know, happening in your brain, and, you know, you just, you realize things and come up with a lot of things when you sit in the silence, but I think it's really important, and I think it's very important for boosting our well-being and our health as moms. So that's number seven. Number eight is pets. And this isn't for everybody. Not everybody can have pets. Not everybody wants to have pets. I've had pets. I haven't had pets. I have pets again. So they say that having, they, I always laugh, they, the studies say that having pets has, is shown to reduce stress hormones and allow more joy thereby boosting your immune system. It's also been said that having pets in your house helps alleviate allergies, and often they say that um, kids that grow up in households that have pets typically don't have the allergies that kids growing up without pets have. And that's not you know, to say that if you don't have pets, you're going to have allergies, because that's just not true. But <laughs> I think having pets really helps to boost happiness and joy and Um, unless they're, you know, a pain in the butt, but I think I got my little girl back there. If you can see my little girl, see, we adopted a kitty, um, a few months ago and it's been really fun and hopefully she'll, you know, I think she's provided us a lot of joy. My kids have never had a pet besides fish before. So it's been really fun having a, um, kitty in the house and, you know, whether it's a dog, a cat, a bird, it doesn't really matter, but think about maybe having a pet in your house and plus it gives your kids something to take care of you know my kids have now adopted taking on the job of feeding the cat of doing the litter box which is great and they love it because they know that they have something that they get to take care of and I think that's been very empowering for my kids as well so having a pet in the house is a good thing for boosting your well-being Number nine is probably one of my favorites, and you all know this. This is the one I had to save for the the end because number nine is smile and enjoy the day. 
And as you know, y'all know my feeling about smiling. Y'all know my feeling if you've listened to me for any length of time about enjoying the day. And I just feel like everyone around you will feel good. You'll feel good. Things just, nothing is wrong ever when you smile. So make sure you smile. Make sure you're smiling with other people. Make sure you find one thing at least every single day that you can enjoy the day with. It can be as small as a cup of coffee. It can be as big as whatever. I don't even know. So just make sure you find something every day that makes you feel joyful, makes you happy, and makes you smile every day. So, And then I have a bonus for you. Number 10, a bonus. Don't ever let anyone steal your joy. Don't allow anyone to steal your joy. If you are feeling good, if you're having the great day, don't let those negative Nellies, yucky people, TV squawk box, whatever it might be, steal your joy. Make sure that you're smiling, waving, you know, whatever it is. If someone is in your face or someone is bothering you or someone is not making you or trying to make you feel bad, peace out, bless and release, bye-bye, wave, smile and wave, whatever, and just enjoy your joy and don't let anyone steal your joy. So that is what I have for you today. I guess I had 10, not nine, but ways to boost your immune system, your joy, your well-being as moms. And it's short, it's sweet, it's uplifting. Even if you only adopt one of these things, I think it will improve your life and your health and your body will thank you. So we can't control everything when it comes to our health but we can certainly do little small things to the best of our ability to be proactive with our health and with our kiddos' health. So teach our kids young, um, teach them well. They are our future, so we need to stay strong and stay well. And we got this, Mama. So um, that's what I have for you today. Thank you so much. Do you have any thoughts or tips or other ideas, strategies to contribute to this? I would love to hear them. Um, any words of wisdom that you have for us, that would be awesome. So send me a DM on Instagram at living joyful and well. And, um, also don't forget to join the smiling through the chaos movement. It is a good place to be. It's fun. Come along for the ride. It's let's thrive throughout this motherhood journey. It's crazy, but it can also be a great, awesome journey where we can do it together and we can find joy and be joy for each other and thrive through the motherhood craziness. So don't forget to grab your free um, Smiling Through the Chaos um, phone wallpaper. It's fun. It's awesome. It's, you know, something to have on your phone to look at every time you pick up your phone and it'll just remind you to give a little smile. Um, and then, um, if you want to know about the upcoming Momspiration box, I also have a mom club coming. <laughs> All this fun stuff. It's so fun. So everything's going to be launching soon. I keep saying soon, but you know, getting this stuff together is not easy, but I would love to have you on the waiting list so that I can let you know when it happens and we can all do this fun stuff together. So get on the waiting list at the um, link below. And as always, thank you so much for joining me today. And I appreciate you being here and taking the time out of your day to be together with me. I wish you amazing comfort, great health, and 
As my mantra always states, get out there and enjoy the day. Thank you so much, friend. I really appreciate you being here. I'll see you again real soon. Take care. Bye-bye.